hope you know that none of us are coming here having it all together. Like, some of us are professional Christians and some are amateurs. Some cases worship and other of us are just hopeless cases. No, we're all coming in completely dependent on Jesus, completely dependent on Holy Spirit, completely relying on Him. We're all in the boat of desperately needing and relying on the blood of Jesus to cleanse us from our sin, needing the power, the resurrection power of Holy Spirit living inside of us to lift us up, needing the love of God. And so tonight, just be encouraged that we all come before the Lord on that plane, wholeheartedly dependent. There's not people on stage that really know we've got it together and we know what to do and we're awesome professionals and there's people in the back that don't know what to do. No, we're all, we're all desperate for his presence. We're all desperately um, grateful for his grace and his mercy. We're all so thankful for the amazing blood of Jesus, the amazing death, burial, and resurrection of our Jesus. And so when we praise and when we worship and when we sing, it's because of him. It's because of him. It's because of you, Jesus. It's because of you. We're here tonight because of you. We're here tonight because of you. We're standing, sitting, lying, eyes open, eyes closed, wherever we're at, we're here because of you. So Holy Spirit, we just invite you to lead us into a place where we can glorify Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, just rise up within our own spirits rise up in this place corporately for us to bring glory to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords, to bring gratitude, to bring praise, thanks, honor, worth to you. We want to give it back to you. We rely on you to give it back to you. Open our eyes to see Open our eyes to see how big and how amazing and how wonderful you are. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small, Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find me in thine all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow.
But now indeed I find Thy power and Thine alone Can change the leper spots And melt a heart of stone Oh Jesus paid it all All to Him I Oh, my shame. 
I stand in Him complete. Jesus died my soul to save. My lips shall still repeat. Jesus paid it all, all to Him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, He washed it white as snow. Oh, Jesus, you paid it all in
Jesus paid it all. Lord, to Him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Oh, Jesus, You paid it all. In love to You I owe. Sin had left a crimson. By your blood, by your blood, by your blood, by your blood. Praise the one who made my day and raised this life up from the
Our day. 
Watch 
Jesse, oh, the promised one of David, Jesus, oh, no one before him, no one after him, the only name under heaven by which we are saved, Jesus. I live and breathe and worship. 
Thank you for the blood you shed. So, last month we were here in a service and we were worshiping and all the little girls came down front and they were just dancing, worshiping and dancing and trolling around. And in my heart, I was dancing with them. I, I just wanted to come up front and dance with them. And I hesitated and then I remembered, oh, I have this leg thing going on. I'm contending for healing and, it, and I sometimes even have a hard time walking. I would just be hobble dancing and besides that, it would hurt. So I went home and I didn't come up and dance. I felt really bad so I went to the Lord and told him I was sorry and he said Susie I just want you to come like a child just like a little girl like just like these little girls just come come in with all the wonder and awe <laughs> just come and, and be in my presence and I felt like he was asking me to go deeper, and it wasn't a time of worshiping or a time of reading my Bible or even interceding. That He just wanted me just to come and sit with him. And um, that was an invitation to come with just that freedom, that wonder of a child, just to come and be with him and, and listen to what he had to say to me. And then it, it was 2024, the year of the door. And when I heard that, the first scriptures that came to mind was Psalm 24, one of my favorite psalms that I've read and, and prayed over and prayed revival through it so many times. And then after that, the next one that came to mind was Revelations 3.20. And as I went to that, the Lord was just touching my heart again. And if you remember, that's the part of scripture um, about the church of the Laodicea and God saying, you're, you're neither hot nor cold, you're, you're lukewarm. And, and I, I will just spit you out of my mouth. I, I don't want that. He, he wants passion. And, and then he just went on to say, you think you have everything you you know you're rich you have everything you need you think you're all that but no you're really you're you're naked and and you, and you're wretched and you're blind so then it goes on down and he there's the invitation to to go buy gold and to be be cleansed to be white in your white robes. And then you get to 320, and that says, Behold, I'm standing at the door knocking. If your heart is open to hear my voice, and you open the door within, I will come into you and feast with you, and you will feast with me. This is an invitation to believers. I can just remember always knowing this verse when I was young and thinking, 
Well, that's an invitation for, for salvation to people to come unto salvation. And, and of course, God is always there. Jesus is always knocking and waiting for that. But this specific verse is to be, for believers. It's for those who are lukewarm. And I, I've been in this scripture for many years praying for the Church of America. Because he wants us to love him with all of our hearts. He wants us to have passion, to praise and jump around like we did tonight, and just to love him and be with him and to have that intimacy. I went down, I read in the notes in my Bible for that verse, and it said, The Aramaic can't be translated. I have been standing at the door knocking. Jesus knocking on the door points us to the process of an ancient Jewish wedding invitation. In the days of Jesus, a bridegroom and his father would come to the door of the bride-to-be, carrying the betrothal cup of wine and the bride price. Standing outside, they would knock. As she would fully open the door, she was saying, yes, I will be your bride. Jesus and his father, in the same way, are knocking on the doors of our hearts, inviting us to be the bride of Christ. And then it says, this is likely taken from the song 5, 1 to 2, where the king knocks on the door of the heart of the Shelmite, longing to come in and feast with her. And so I, I, I just feel that 2024, the year of the door, this, this is another invitation for us to go deeper with Jesus, to be ready as his bride. It's, the world is, is just so crazy. It's, the whole world is just groaning for Jesus' return. And there's like a, a tension in the air. And it's like we're watching things happen and waiting for things to happen. And it seems like we might be further into the, the time of his return than what we even think. And so I, I just feel like we're, we're right in the middle of the parable of the ten virgins and that this is our time. This is our time. He's calling us. He's calling us to take our place as his bride, to go deeper, to have more passion just to spend more time with him it you know we just get so even and i know i know that we spend time with him but this is this is more it's just as everything in the world is just like getting accelerated it's like our time with him needs to be accelerated and we need to sit with him and we need to love on him and we need to hear his heart so we can follow him every step of the way for what he's doing in these days so that we won't be deceived and so and i was asked this afternoon to to do communion tonight this is what the holy spirit put on my heart because I, I feel this invitation is just not for me to go deeper. It's for all of us. It's for his church, for his bride, to, for us to take our place. Because there is more. And he's just, you know, he, he made the way. He tore the veil. He tore the veil completely in two so that we could go and be with him. There would be 
nothing between us. And so, Jesus, we come to you tonight to remember what you did and to know your heart. We say thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you for making a way for us. Thank you for inviting us into intimacy with you. We are your bride. We say yes to you. And now when we reflect on everything that you've done for us, when we remember how you paid the price, how you died on the cross for us, how you rose again to give us life so that we can be with you forever. We thank you, Jesus. And we say, how can our hearts be lukewarm when we look at what you've done? Oh, let our passion rise, let the fire rise up in our hearts, Lord. As we gaze on your beauty, as we remember, as we remember, as we remember everything that you've done. And so, as we take the elements tonight, just let your hearts catch on fire again. Just let your hearts come alive. take the wafer and we drink the juice, Jesus, we remember that your body was broken. Your body was broken for us. And the blood you shed, we sang about your blood tonight, your beautiful blood, the blood you shed all for us, to make a way for us, to give us salvation, to give us life give us joy, to give us healing. Your blood made a way for it all. If it weren't for your blood, where would we be? And so we thank you, Jesus. We thank you. And we remember. And as we remember, every time, just let our hearts burn more and more for you, Jesus. love you with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, with everything that we have, with all of our mind, all of our strength. Just let our, our love be pure. Let us love you first before any other lovers. Thank you, Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy of our love. You are worthy of our passion. You are worthy of it all.
more faith. More faith, more passion, more of you in my life. More faith, more passion, more faith, more passion, more of you in my life. More faith, more faith.
what he stole from me. I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. He's a mighty, 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 mighty warrior. God, you are a mighty, 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 mighty warrior. You're a mighty, 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 mighty warrior. You're a mighty, 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 mighty warrior. Receive the inheritance of the Lord, co-heirs with Jesus, co-heirs with Jesus, receive. Sing holy, holy, holy is our God. 
2 Peter 3, 8. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Just been pondering that verse today, just throughout the day. Just asking the Lord for revelation, and uh, this is what really hit me specifically in the the second part of that verse, <clears throat> and a thousand years as one day. Just never really quite fully grasped that before. I'm still grasping that, but in one day, the Lord can accomplish so much. Like he can accomplish a thousand years worth of impact, kingdom impact in a day. And on the flip side, one day is as a thousand years. The Lord is so patient and he's eternal. A thousand years is nothing to him. A million years is nothing to him. So I can be patient for however long, for forever. But in the particular season I'm in or we're in, we have the opportunity and the privilege to be patient. In verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So as we step into the open door this year, as we ask the Lord for opportunities to reach out to people that, as Susie was saying earlier, the end is drawing near. Jamie, not, Jamie was sharing with me earlier today about this year of the open door, we need to be looking for opportunities to, to share the gospel with people, that people's lives are, are at stake. And there's many things that, that have to do with the open door, but people's eternity, eternities, people's eternity is in the balance. Um, so as we pray and intercede for loved ones and, and people that come to our hearts this week, ask the Lord also for an opportunity to share with them, to call them, to text them, to email, to ask for lunch, because their eternity is at stake. Um, you know, there's particular people on my heart that I want to see come to the kingdom. And uh, so as we lay before the Lord this week as we continue to worship. Um, just pray that this, these verses and all that was released tonight would just really hit our hearts, um, that we would truly fear the Lord as we also step into the love of the Lord. The fear of the Lord and the love of the Lord go hand in hand. You might be the only person for, for someone that's waiting to hear the gospel. You know, Todd White said it was years before somebody said something to him. You know, that's not to fault people, but that's like, whoa. Lord, I I don't want to miss any opportunities. That's not to look, look at ourselves and be like, oh my gosh, you messed up here, there, whatever. But it's really just an honest check and an inventory, taking inventory in our own hearts and saying, where can I plug in? Where can I, how can I serve? How can I bless people? How can I offer the gospel? Um, because he's coming back <laughs> really soon. So, yes.
encouraged.